Good morning and welcome to Thought for the Day on the 17th of August. Now today we're instead of continuing with the McShane reading plan because I skipped a chapter yesterday and did today's we're going to do something completely different and I, I just on my, in my own prayers and thoughts and reading just there uh, uh, I read Luke 15 and it's a popular passage I know uh, the, the passage of the prodigal son or the lost son but hey let's just look at it together because it's brilliant and it shows us something about God that wasn't transparent in the Old Testament not to this degree this would have been shocking now first of all let me just say at the outset the parable of the prodigal son is not really about the prodigal son it's about the other brother Jesus tells the parable for the other brother if you remember chapter 15 starts with they were grumbling that tax collectors and sinners were coming to Jesus and Jesus told them that parable and then he deals with this brother who's grumbling because his his younger brother who's the sinner returns and his father welcomes him so Jesus is dealing with the Pharisees refusal to welcome uh, the the, out, uh, the outcasts the sinful people who they regarded as sinful back to the family and Jesus is saying to them that they're the older brother they've got to stop grumbling and welcome back the lost brother that's really at the cutting edge of the parable or rather one of the cutting edge I think it's a dual cutting edge parable on the one side is dealing with the grumblings the grumblers who won't welcome the outcast back to the family of God but on the other side Jesus is doing an incredible thing showing us the heart of God the son asks demands his father's uh, his share of the estate which effectively means he wishes his father was dead that's the only way you got your share of the estate was on, on the death of the father and, and so he's wishing that on his father almost he would have got his one-third share because the older brother got two-thirds and he went and squandered, we told, on wild living. And it doesn't take much of an imagination to imagine what that looks like. He squandered his life, became filthy, ended up having to feed pigs and not having sufficient to eat. Sin sounds like he came to the end of his tether, the possible end of his life before he came to his senses. You know, it often takes us to come to an end, to come to our senses, to come to repentance and faith. Let me encourage you. The way we walk with God is to come regularly in repentance and faith. Realise what a fool we are, what a mess we made of our lives, what a mess we're making and come to him. And to return to him as the prodigal does. He returns in, in, in abject poverty, in brokenness, in remorse and repentance. He says, Father, look, I've been a terrible, terrible son. I've wasted so much I've spat in your face. Hey, hey, I don't deserve anything. I don't expect anything. Do you know that's how we come to God? I don't deserve anything. I don't expect anything. But we just cry for mercy. There's no other way to come to God. Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday. Whether we're having a good day or a bad day, whether we read our Bibles or not read our Bibles, whether we prayed or not, whether we're walking really spiritual, spiritually or we're not, or whether we think we're really holy or not, there's only one way to come to God every day, every moment, 
because no matter how good we think we are, how good we think we've been, how spiritual we are, what rank and position we hold in the church, we are still sinners. We fall woefully short of his standard every day of our lives, moment by moment. And the only way any one of us can approach God at any moment is in dust and ashes, repentance and remorse and brokenness. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. And so the prodigal returns and the response he gets from his father is unbelievable. And every Jew listening to this story would have been waiting to hear Jesus say, and the father was stern with him, rebuked him, sidelined him, rejected him. It's what he deserved. But to the shock of the crowd, and particularly the Pharisees, this father, who in the story is acting as God, has been looking for his son. This is the wonder of it. He spots his son. He don't spot something you're not looking for. He's been looking for him, searching for him, hoping that he'd return this scoundrel. And when he sees him, he, he, he defies regulation and social structure and expectation and runs and for a grown man to run in that culture is unheard of it's a disgrace and to run towards a disgraceful son is a double disgrace he runs to him and the mock of pigs look look you may love pigs okay i i don't eat pigs okay you know for a jew Pigs are detestable creatures, and for his son to come home smelling of pigs brings out the idea, this is a stench when we come to God. Okay, now how good we think we've been that day, or any day, or ever, we smell of pigs. Okay, this is not smelly, delicious bacon, although I don't think it's that. This is stench of pigs. His son stinks. You and I stink before God whenever we go to him in, a, in and of ourselves in our own righteousness the father embraces him God embraces us and yes there is to be remorse and repentance and brokenness but listen how the, how the prodigal's father responds he says he says bring the robe put a ring on his finger sinners on his feet kill the fatted calf and you didn't even meet those days you didn't kill your cows very easily in that time and he celebrated, he welcomed him back, he embraced him, gave him a kutch, kissed him. Hey, Christian, let me talk to you, Christian. God welcomes you. Come in brokenness, come in remorse, come in repentance, come confessing. Lay it out before him, tell him your struggles. He welcomes you, he welcomes you, he loves you. He runs to you, he embraces you, and with all your stench of pigs of your life and all the loss and the mess you made, he kisses you, he redresses you, he puts a robe of righteousness on you, sandals on your feet, he kills the fatted calf, he celebrates as a party, the angels celebrate, we're told. He does that to all who come to him, whether you've never been to him, or you're just coming back after a day in the wilderness. Hey, come to him. A warm, loving welcome awaits you.
Scottish.